0: The Steelers' Juju Smith Schuster keeps smiling despite his startlingly poor season, and his act is getting old. Welcome to the Steelers' update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers, so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Much will we be written about the 2019 Steelers' season. It has had a propensity to surprise thrill, disappoint, and even break your heart. None of it has been on script. The plot twists have piled up from beginning to end. It started in training camp. The Steelers committed to a team-first approach after having cast off two offensive superstars in the form of Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell. But then the biggest member of this team of equals, quarterback Ben Roethlisberger, went down with season-ending elbow surgery after just the second game. No problem. The Hollywood scriptwriters had penciled in second-year upstart Mason Rudolph to save the day. And general manager Kevin Colbert pulled a trade that many criticized at the time. He brought in Miami Dolphins safety Minka Fitzpatrick, spending a first-round Steelers draft pick in 2020. But then came the real plot twist. Rudolph suffered a concussion, then was beaten over his head with his own helmet. But it was his lackluster quarterback play that got him benched by Coach Mike Tomlin. Meanwhile, all Mika Fitzpatrick did was solidify the Steelers' defense, making it the real reason the Steelers could win going forward instead of that long-suffering liability it's been these past several seasons the stage was set for undrafted four-string Devlin Duck Hodges to do just enough behind center to begin stacking Steelers' wins and stoking all-out Duck mania in Pittsburgh. Then, with all of Heinz Field quacking and many donning yellow Duck masks, Hodges had the Steelers poised on the cusp of the playoffs. All Pittsburgh needed was a win against the visiting Buffalo Bills in prime time. Alas, Duck was shot down by the Bills, who picked off four of his Duck passes in a disappointing 7-10 plummet back to earth. The Steelers can still make the playoff with wins against the Jets and the Ravens, the latter of which will likely be resting its stars by Week 17. Duck has kept his starting job for now, but he will be waddling on a very short leash from Mike Tomlin. Who knows how this unscripted Steelers season will end, but there's a pretty good chance whatever happens, one once major character will be absent and not figure into the climax. That being one-time Steelers superstar on the come, And now the nearly irrelevant receiver, Juju Smith-Schuster. Of all the unexpected twists and turns in 2019, this development has to rank as the most shocking. If any player came straight from Hollywood central casting, it was the ever-smiling Juju. He endeared himself to Pittsburgh by first riding a bike instead of driving a car because the youngster still didn't have his driver's license. And he backed up all his social media star appeal with two great seasons in the shadow of Antonio Brown in the prolific Steelers offense. Then with Brown gone, the curtain was set to rise on Juju's new role as an elite number one NFL receiver in the Steelers remade offense. Only, it never happened. Uneven quarterback play is partly to blame, for sure. But Juju never did step up as a number one receiver. A concussion and a lingering knee injury have kept him off the field during the rise of the Duck era. Younger receivers, James Washington and rookie Deontay Johnson, have seized the spotlight in his absence. And as Juju's questionable status continues this week, the one-time next big thing in Pittsburgh, Pigskin, has become all but irrelevant now. At least... That's as far as Juju on the football field. On social media, Juju keeps right on smiling and showing up all over town in made-for-social-media moments that are always captured by Juju's ever-present Instagram camera crew. He even signed up to star in some cockamamie streaming show. Who knows? Who cares? The point is, it isn't just hypercritical radio host Mark Madden ragging on Juju these days. He has started to tick off regular football fans who have come to question how committed this receiver is to actually playing football and catching footballs for the Steelers. He's healthy enough to jump around on stage at a dance or a party in State College, but not to catch footballs for the Pittsburgh Steelers, especially when Duck could have sure used the help. Juju just doesn't seem to grasp that all of his stardom starts with the fact that he catches footballs for the Steelers. I'll say that again. He catches footballs for the Steelers. You take that away, as this 2019 season has, and much of his social media admiration seems to evaporate with his ever-plunging 2019 stats. Simply put, many Steelers fans finally seem to be tiring of Juju's act, and that, my friends, is a problem. It's one final plot twist in a roller coaster ride of a Steelers season that ain't over yet. I have all of these off-the-field hits on Juju, along with plenty of fallout from the Steelers' swoon against the Bills, and the forecast for the big reunion with Le'Veon Bell and the Jets this Sunday in the Meadowlands, where a loss would surely leave the Steelers' season in the swamp, so let's get right to it. Sports Dean John Steigerwald put the Juju problem in Pittsburgh best, stating, quote, Do you think Juju knows that whatever popularity he has is 100% based on him catching footballs and has nothing to do with any of the other stuff he's doing? Unquote. Apparently not, and this is based on Juju's own social media activity, which he freely and proudly shares. If you are interested, Juju is starring in a new gaming show called Catchin' W's with Juju. It premiered recently on the live streaming platform Caffeine. I myself have never heard of it. Fans can certainly see him there if they wish, but at Heinz Field and in a Steelers uniform, not so much. Juju has all but disappeared from the football field and it appears this 2019 Steelers team has all but moved on from him. Andrew Filipponi put it best tweeting quote, "Juju's availability is irrelevant. Steelers have won without him. He's not a make or break player. In fact, the more adversity, the better the Steelers play." unquote. And as I stated, it really has been caustic radio show host Mark Madden who's been riding Juju's back all these many months. Madden does so mostly by simply retreating Juju's own posts under the read-into-it-what-you-want tagline, quote, this is what it's all about, unquote. Problem is, most of Juju's posts are about anything but playing football for the Pittsburgh Steelers. It was cute when Juju was riding his bike, which later got stolen and became a Pittsburgh mystery that was finally returned. It's not so cute when he is showing up at dances in State College during the weeks when he's supposedly injured. Madden's constant subtweeting seemed to be getting under the skin of many Juju fans. But as Smith-Schuster has floundered in his number one receiving role, then disappeared to these lingering injuries, some fans are turning off to all of the receivers' social media merrymaking. Mr. Crash said Juju's backers shouldn't be mad at Madden. He tweeted, quote, Don't blame Mark Madden because Juju says being lit was more important than playing football. All Mark Madden is doing is throwing Juju's own words back in his face, unquote. Barton backed up this point, too, tweeting, quote, I'll be the first to admit, I can't stand Mark Madden, but he's got a very valid point when it comes to juju. If you're hurt, then you're hurt. Don't post vids at weddings, clubs, or college bars, partying and dancing. Then say you can't practice or even travel with the team because your knee hurts. You're wide receiver number one and beloved by Steelers Nation, especially after what we just went through with A.B. At some point, you've got to grow up and be more private. So I get the criticism of Juju right now, unquote. That's an honest take from a Juju fan. But Juju doesn't seem to see the damage he's doing to himself and his reputation on social media. The Pittsburgh Post-Gazette penned a very thoughtful take on Juju's lost Steelers season and his continued full-court press on social media. And more importantly, the cognitive dissonance this creates for many Steelers fans. Here's a quote from that story, an extended passage, as a matter of fact. Then at his locker, Juju smith schuster addressed the inevitable response to come. The ire directed at a third-year Pro Bowl wide receiver who's trending ever closer to a lost season. Why isn't he playing? What's taking so long with his left knee, the one he hurt in a November 14th loss at Cleveland? And if he was able to run on it last week, as he himself stated, then practiced fully two days ago, why has he been ruled out against the Bills? Those are the questions plenty of Steelers followers have for their most beloved pass catcher. The one who's a darling of the fan base when he's healthy, but also one who draws criticism from many when he's posting on Instagram about a public appearance or spotted on a college campus while recovering from an injury. Right now, you won't see him running roots or getting open for Devlin Hodges. But you will probably see Smith-Schuster tweeting, maybe even around town. He's not going to stop living his life just because he's rehabbing and unable to suit up for his team at the moment. Even if or especially when that moment is going on a month and counting. Here's the quote from Juju from that story. Quote, I mean, everyone has their thing. When you post something and the fans see it, their reaction's going to be, quote, Why isn't he at the game? Why is he doing this? Unquote. It's more so when you have an injury. You can't really do much. But detractors, or at least some frustrated members of Steelers Nation, complain that Smith-Schuster is doing too much. About a week after his knee injury, which also happened on the same play, when he took a helmet-to-helmet hit, knocking him out of that Browns game and keeping him in concussion protocol for 13 days, Smith-Schuster celebrated his 23rd birthday. It was a pop-up shop where fans could purchase juju merchandise but also eat pizza, mingle about and hang out with arguably the Steelers' main attraction. The next day, he put up a photo of himself on Instagram with, quote, be back soon as the caption. He didn't make the road trip to Cincinnati that weekend for the Bengals game the first of what has now become a four-week and counting absence from the lineup. He also didn't travel with the team to Arizona after being declared out against the Cards. The night before, a Penn State-centric Twitter account posted video of Smith Schuster at a state college bar, and the next day he filmed himself driving on I-99, listening to Juice World, and added it to an Instagram story as a tribute to the rapper who died that morning unquote. Hey, for now, Juju's still smiling amid the criticism and trying to let it slide off his back. Here's what he tells the Post-Gazette. He's allowed to have hobbies, quote, yeah, when you have free time, we're like regular people too, regular humans. We have hobbies too, playing video games, having fun. We like to go out and do stuff too, but people looking from the outside in they think otherwise, unquote. Hey, Juju, it's not just people looking in from outside. You're putting it in their face when you post it on Instagram and put it all over social media. So you're inviting the criticism when you're not producing on the field and you're producing all this, quote, social media content. I wonder what the Steelers will think of Juju's many social media hobbies and his startling lack of on-the-field impact this season when he comes up for a big contract extension this spring. They're going to have to think long and hard, especially with all the other defensive stars that are going to be in line to get paid. Still, some fans are willing to fight for Juju, even when the receiver doesn't seem to be fighting all that hard to get back on the field. Heather Bash just won't hear of anyone bashing her favorite stealer. She tweets, quote, I blame the Mark Madden show and his followers because Mark Madden hates on Juju. I personally love Juju for his good deeds and wonderful personality, unquote. Jim Ricalto is right on board backing Juju as well. Quote, Mark Madden's obsession with Juju is weird. Amazing how much hot-take culture has drained sports media of its integrity. There are very few legitimate journalists out there who actually do legitimate work. Social media is a blessing and a curse. People can say whatever for clicks, unquote. Hey, it goes both ways. Juju can do whatever for his social media popularity, and that's what's getting him called out by some of the critics, but that's beside the point. Finally, Mark R rightly points out that Madden might be making hay for radio ratings' sake and not any outright hatred of Smith-Schuster. He tweets this, quote, "Uh, Mark Madden has been beating the drum for a year now. He's always looking to vilify a popular player. Bettis, Ward, AB, now Juju. But the problem is Mark Madden was right about AB long before anyone else would criticize him. That's my take. I have a feeling, though, the script on the Steelers and Smith-Schuster and where this whole thing is headed, it's far from finished, even if the receiver is all but done for this season. Yet the Steelers do have an immediate future, and they can still make the playoffs, but they have to beat Le'Veon Bell and the Jets with a shaky-at-best offense and a quacking quarterback who was hanging on by a threat. As stated, Tomlin is sticking with Duck against the Jets, But the aforementioned Mark Madden doesn't just rip receivers, he's all over Duck Hodges after the disaster versus the Bills. Here's his argument for a return to Rudolph just in time for Christmas from the Mark Madden column on Trib Live. Quote, every Duck has his day, but for Devlin Hodges, his day is done. The Steelers should start Mason Rudolph in Sunday's game at the New York Jets. Hodges caught lightning in a bottle. He won three games at a starter, one in relief. When confronted by a good defense in the home loss to Buffalo, however, Hodges wilted. The Bills put eight men in the box, stifling the run, though the Steelers gave up on it far too quickly. Hodges threw 38 passes. Four were intercepted. Hodges was floating the ball. Buffalo's defensive backs could have signaled for fair catch. Rudolph won four games as a starter. When he faltered, Hodges went in. Now, Hodges has faltered. Rudolph should go back in, despite Hodges' run of success. And the neat nickname, the duck hats, and the duck calls, he's an undrafted rookie from a small college with a popgun arm. Now that the adrenaline is gone, that's all Hodges is, a fourth-string quarterback the Steelers cut. Rudolph has talent. Rudolph has a much better arm. Rudolph has pedigree. He's a third-round draft pick from a big-time football school. Hodges isn't seen as a remote possibility to replace Ben Roethlisberger when the latter retires. He's not even viewed as the backup for next season. Rudolph is much more likely for either of those jobs or both. So go back to Rudolph. Rudolph is just better. You could say Hodges outplayed Rudolph until Sunday. But what happened Sunday was horrific. Hey, my take, that's not a bad argument from Mark Madden, but it will be duck to begin the Jets game, and that must say something about what our coaches think of Mason Rudolph. The coaches must do a better job of preparing Hodges to deal with what the Bills dished out, because the Jets will try the same thing on defense. For Jerry Dulac with the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, the Steelers' game script for Sunday has to be much more balanced. Quote, the Bills' game plan was to stop the run and force Devlin Hodges to beat them. It worked. After averaging 35 rushes in the previous three games, the Steelers ran only 15 times versus the Bills. Hodges threw it 38 times. Unquote. And I'll note, four of those were intercepted by the Bills. But even if the Steelers crash and burn versus the Jets, it might not be fatal to their flickering playoff hopes. Andrew Filippone is fairly certain the Steelers will win one of their next two games and sneak into the postseason dance that few saw the Steelers boogieing in back when they were 0-4. Filippone tweets, quote, The Steelers are a virtual lock to beat the Ravens' backups. I don't see the Titans winning in Houston, so I'm fairly confident we'll see the Steelers in Kansas City. Wild card weekend, unquote. Hey, who knows? The climax to this shocking Steelers season is coming. We just don't know what it's going to be. But we do know it will be a nail-biter, and why not? Suspense and surprise are the only constant seams of this Steelers season. Why stop now? And that is your Steelers update for now. Download the audio every Wednesday. It is a new podcast every Wednesday wherever you download your favorite audio. And of course, log on to penlive.com anytime for your real-time Steelers news.